In the previous movie, we finished the torso portion of our rig by cleaning up some odds and ends and making sure it worked within the framework of our character as a whole. In this movie, we'll rig the head and neck using similar techniques we've seen with the torso rig. For more information on these techniques, refer to part 2 of this series. Start by opening the file Character Rigging Part 7 Start or by using your own file from the previous lesson. This file contains our finished torso rig. In the outliner, middle drag the head geo node out of the hidden Emma Geo group node. Like the spine, we'll start by creating some result joints. In this case, just four of them will do. In the side view, place a joint at the base of the neck, then one in the middle of the neck, another one at the base of the jaw, and finally one just in front of where the jaw meets the ear. Let's rename these neck base result joint, neck mid one result joint, neck mid two result joint, and neck end result joint, respectively. Make sure to set their local joint orientations to match the spine, X along and Y forward. This ensures that rotating the spine and neck together will give you predictable and consistent results. Now let's add an IK spline to this, starting from the neck base up to the end joint. Rename the IK handle node neck handle, the curve node neck curve, and the IK effector neck EFF. Now duplicate the neck result joints to create our bind joints. Unparent the duplicated neck end joint and delete the two duplicate mid joints. Rename the remaining duplicates neck base bind joint and neck end bind joint, respectively. Select them both as well as the curve and perform a smooth bind. In the smooth bind options, reset the settings and then set bind 2 to selected joints and max influences to 2. Click bind skin. Test the bind joints by rotating them and seeing if the neck result joint chain follows correctly. Everything looks good so far, so let's set up the twist controls. Since our geometry isn't hooked up to the joints yet, we'll use the local rotation axes to determine if our twist is working. Select Neck Handle and go to the Attribute Editor. In the IK Solver Attributes Advanced Twist Controls section, turn on Enable Twist Controls. Like our spine rig, We'll set the world up type to Object Rotation Up, Start and End. Set the world up Object 1 to Neck Base Bind Joint and Object 2 to Neck End Bind Joint. Based on our spine's local rotation axes, we'll set the up axis to negative Y. And based on our bind joint's orientation, We'll also set our first up vector to negative y. 
The second up vector presents an interesting case, because as you can see here, its orientation as the last joint in the chain uses the default world space y up vector. However, that orientation doesn't quite run parallel or perpendicular to the rest of our joint chain. It's kind of in between. What we'd really like is a 45 degree angle here, which we can get by setting the up vector to y and negative z. Now if you test the neck twist, you can see that the orientations all turn consistently. Next, let's divide the neck geometry into sections corresponding to the neck joint chain. Unlike the spine, we don't really want to slice the head geometry straight across since we want the entire head together but separate from the neck. Instead, we're going to cut an L-shaped region like so. Select the faces, or use the provided select set in the outliner, and go to the Mesh Extract command in the Polygons menu set to separate the neck from the head. Let's also recombine the head geometry with the eyebrows. Select the head and neck geometry and delete their history. Unparent them both and delete the remaining group node. Rename the geometry Head Geo and Neck Geo. Unparent the Head Features group so we can see them. Then group the Head Features group and Head Geo object into a Head Geo group. Point snap its pivot to the top of the neck. And set its rotation order to ZXY to match the shoulder and hip controls. Parent constrain this group to the neck end bind joint. Now we can rotate this joint to control both the head and neck at the same time. Now we could split the neck into further segments, but it's such a stout geometric object that it just wouldn't look very good. As you can see, it does a pretty poor job of approximating our head and neck's volume, which is the entire point of the proxy rig in the first place. That's why we're actually going to skin the neck. This won't cause a very big performance hit since the neck is a relatively small object. Select the neck base result joint and then the neck geo. Go to the skin, bind skin, smooth bind options window. Reset the settings and then set max influences to 2. Click bind skin. Now we can tell that the neck is twisting along with the head as we wanted. But right now notice how it leaves these large gaps between the head, neck, and collar. This is because the skin cluster is evenly weighted across the neck result joints. 
Thus, the influence from the middle joints is pulling the edge vertices away from the head and collar. To balance this out, we'll create some influence objects at both ends. Influence objects, just like the joints we've used so far, allow us to determine extra weighting values for the skinned mesh. Create a polygon cube. Move it up to the back of the head and scale it so that it covers the area across the bottom of the skull. You can make this a little easier by temporarily hiding the hair geometry. In face component mode, select the cube's front face and shift right drag to extrude face to extrude it. Do this a couple of times to fit it to the contour of the jaw. Now select both the modified cube and neck in object mode and go to Skin, Edit Smooth Skin, Add Influence. Finally, parent the modified cube under the neck and bind joint. Try rotating the head and you'll find it doesn't detach from the neck anymore. Repeat the last few steps to create a second influence object at the collar and parent it to the neck base bind joint. When you're done, rename the two objects Neck End Influence Geo and Neck Base Influence Geo, respectively. Then hide them from the workspace with Control H. Now the neck doesn't pull away from the head or collar anymore. However, the neck's skin weights haven't been smooth, leading to some uneven vertex deformation and possibly even geometry popping at certain angles. We can fix this by smoothing out the skin weights between the head and collar. Switch to the side view. Change to Vertex Component Mode and temporarily turn off the display of joints in the workspace. Use the Lasso tool to select all the vertices not including the rows overlapping the head and collar. Now go to Skin, Edit Smooth Skin, Smooth Skin Weights. The Smooth Skin Weights adjust the weight of each vertex based on a percentage change compared to its neighbor. Here we'll leave it on a default of zero. However, you may find a different value works better for your own purposes, depending on how you built your neck specifically. With the right value, the weighting of our two influence objects on the next vertices is smoothed out. This completes our work on the result joints. In the next movie, we'll create some IK and FK controls for the neck, as well as adding the ability to squash and stretch it.